BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And today we are going to be talking all about how to get out of a funk because obviously you guys know that I was in a huge one. I talked to you guys about that the past couple of weeks and obviously we all go through them and I get in them quite often. Some are longer, some are shorter, but spoiler alert, we always get out of them. And I want to talk to you guys about basically how I get out of them, maybe tips and tricks for you to get out of them, how to support others going through them, and just kind of talk about being in a funk because they suck. They're going to happen. So let's at least try to get through them in the best way possible together. But first, let's talk about our best moods and worst moods of the week. My best mood this week And I'm keeping it simple because it deserves that. It really does deserve that because the best mood of this past week was happy. Dare I say it? I said it. Happy. Motherfucking happy. I like actually, you know, when you just like actually feel it and you're aware of it and you let yourself feel it too, oof, it makes it like that much better. And even just yesterday, I was walking the dogs and it was just nice outside. The weather is finally like not too hot. I just felt really good about the podcast last week. I had a productive week and I was running over to a friend's and then I was cooking dinner and I was walking the dog. I got my hair dyed (laughs) last week so I didn't feel ugly anymore. And I just felt really, really happy. And there's definitely some things that kind of are like maybe like bubbling up when I was talking to my therapist this week or stuff like that, where I was just kind of like, oh, well, as I talk about it, it kind of gives me a pit. But honestly, just overall, I felt so many moments of just actual happiness and feeling okay and good. And sometimes it's more so like, oh, I just feel like at peace. Like I just feel okay. And those are really good good best moods too but sometimes it's just so nice to just have your best mood be fucking happy and I felt really really happy quite a few times this past week and for that I'm just allowing myself to feel it allowing myself to have it and just hoping it lasts it's so easy to kind of be going on a downward spiral and then like slowly as you're kind of coming up it gets scary like is this gonna last is this a fluke and I feel like I kept putting one foot in front of the other every single day to the point where I just finally got to these moments of like genuine joy and happiness the past week so it is 100% the best mood but obviously there's always a worse mood because you can't have good without bad and you can't appreciate good without bad and that's okay my worst mood honestly is just I'm such a bad adult like I'm just such a bad adult sometimes if I did tell you like the things that I've had to deal with in the past motherfucking week like I got in a fender bender I'm an idiot like I don't know how to take care of a car like I don't know how to get a car fixed walking the dogs like (laughs) paying bills like all that shit that we talk about all the time but I feel like this past week everything just kind of like was crumbling on top of me once I got in the fender bender I'm okay obviously I'm safe the other person's car is not so great um so there's that But yeah, I'm just like that shit just will stress you out when you're like, oh, no, I have to pay for this. And then it reminds you of the other bills you have to pay for. And like it just gets so chaotic. I wish that when we turned 18, someone was like, here, start organizing everything from your passwords to your bills to like your life things. And so I just feel like this past week, I've just been kind of being like a little hard on myself in a sense of like when one thing goes wrong, it's really easy to be like, oh, well, don't forget about the other things that have gone wrong, too. Like all the other like like the parking ticket you have sitting in your desk and also the like urgent care thing you have sitting in your desk like just shit like that it's so annoying and it just gives me so much stress 
And I feel like it's been making me just really impatient all week, even though I'm like really happy and I'm doing all this stuff. I'll be waiting for the elevator in my building for more than, I don't know, like 75 seconds. And I will start like in my mind just being, oh my God, I'm actually going to murder someone if the elevator doesn't come. <laughs> like actually, like the amount of elevator meltdowns I've almost had this week because these fucking elevators take so long during like rush hour when everyone's here and then it's like I go to my friends places and I wait for their elevators I have been literally about to actually lose it just waiting for elevators just because I'm, I'm trying to get everything done trying to be a good adult can I just at least get an elevator is it so hard but we breathe we relax we know that things could be worse being an adult sucks and just one thing at a time and I think also to ask for help sometimes is really makes being an adult a little less horrible because like if I really don't know how to do something I'll be like okay can someone just like help me like figure out like where to go get this car fixed and like all this stuff but I think there is some power in like actually not being like mom can you do this for me and actually like getting it done yourself so it's kind of finding that really good balance so that you're not too stressed out and overwhelmed with like all the responsibilities of being a grown adult but then you're also not like suffering in silence alone so it's kind of been juggling that for the past few days and it's been making me so impatient and it's been not great for me um but yeah we're getting over that hump and hopefully I can just like put that all to rest and focus on mood boosters not things that are trying to ruin my mood because it's happy I mean come on life let me have something you guys know how specific I am when it comes to curating your bedroom because for me I feel like it needs to be like your cleanest most minimalist space because that's when you just kind of end your day you take the time to wind down there's no chaotic energy in there it's just really really clean and simple whenever someone's moving into a new apartment I always urge them to be like okay pick a theme but like keep it very clean and neutral like don't do anything crazy I don't I don't need a lot of artwork in my bedroom or a lot of stuff because it's what I want to feel like the cleanest and simplest and even though we like spend most of our time unconscious in there and for me drooling it doesn't mean like you can't still have a style to it you know I mean bedrooms have seen things that cannot be unseen they've seen hangovers dirty laundry absolute mental breakdowns just everything but it doesn't mean my bedroom's not gonna be cute are you kidding me like I want to cry in style and that's why I love article because they literally have everything you need to turn your bedroom into your best room and it's all for a great price they offer cozy beds swanky headboards and tons of lighting options to help you set the tone they have this really great bed it's like all white it's super simple it's super clean and that's the bed that I have and then I really like these like nightstands that they have too that's that that really like natural wood color and they're super super affordable I think they're like $300 way less expensive than any other nightstands I've seen and the quality is absolutely incredible it's literally the easiest way to make your space look beautiful and they combined that kind of curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online so they focus on that like really really beautifully crafted piece and quality material material and durable construction so you know that you can trust them but the reason that they can keep all their prices down is because they cut out the middleman and they sell directly to you so just because it's less expensive doesn't mean you're sacrificing anything literally just had don't have showrooms they don't have salespeople, they don't have retail markups so you just save up to 30 percent off over traditional retail prices it is absolutely amazing they have fast affordable shipping available across the usa and canada and it's free on orders over 999 dollars of course article is offering my listeners 50 dollars off your first purchase of 100 dollars or more and to claim this you can just visit article.com slash mood and the discount code will be automatically applied at checkout that's a-r-t-i-c-l-e dot com slash mood for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more I know a lot of people are moving right now so definitely go check out their stuff and just do a fall refresh that's one of the mood boosters I need to work on because I feel like now that I'm getting really excited for fall and we're like getting into the next step of the seasons for me the mood booster right now is honestly just being so excited for fall and planning it out I started a whole new Pinterest board for fall which is obviously a mood booster if you can't tell we're doing mood boosters right now like are you keeping up can you can you handle it and I started curating all these fall recipes of like stuff that I want to make because you guys know over the summer I love grilling and doing really fresh stuff and I want to make sure that I keep it healthy and keep like feeling good and I feel like when I cook at home it just is healthier anyway because I have complete control over all my dishes so I've been really just like finding different recipes on Pinterest putting in some even like desserts like you know it's kind of like pumpkin loaf all that stuff stuff 
and really just kind of setting the tone for fall and then also kind of figuring out okay what do I want to do to my apartment now and I don't want to do too much you guys know that like spending too much money on anything is not a mood booster just a couple more pieces for my home to make it a little bit more cozy I literally haven't pulled trigger on anything besides candles that I told you guys about last week but at least I did do the Pinterest board over the last weekend and I've been keeping it up so it's been a really big mood booster and I've been trying some new recipes I figured like maybe I should do like what meal stuck out the past week as a mood booster so my mood boost meal of the week is I made a Greek salad I did cucumbers red pepper red onion feta cheese black olives olive oil lemon salt and pepper oh and tomatoes did I say tomatoes I don't know mixed it all together grilled some chicken on the grill and then I just made orzo and I made it in chicken bone broth and then once it got out of the pan I just drizzled a little bit of more lemon juice on it some salt and pepper and it was such a freaking good meal and here is my tip for you guys if you don't want to like make your own hummus this is what you do you just I've been doing this since I was literally 18 you get like the hummus from the store but don't take it out of the container in the container plain hummus squeeze two lemons well one for the small version two for the bigger version squeeze the fresh lemon directly into it put some salt and pepper in there a little bit of garlic powder and then mix it in the tub so that you can keep it in your fridge all like week long but it's honestly like it just makes the texture so much better and it makes it taste so much fresher and better so don't buy like the flavored hummus just add your own flavor to like the pre-bought hummus at home I promise you you will not regret it and then at some point I'm sure over the fall we'll get to making our own hummus but that is my mood boost meal of the week and so hopefully it gives you a little inspo going into your next week my next mood boosters outside of all that I posted on Instagram story and I feel like this is going to become a reoccurring theme for us because you guys know that like being tan there's no better feeling and it's still so 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 nice out so I have been going to the pool a little bit more but I've been starting to kind of play around with like okay how am I going to make sure I don't get seasonal depression and one of the ways that I don't is literally being tan oh call me vain I'm sorry that I don't want to look in the mirror and see that ugly wench pale staring back at me and I've been sleeping on Luna bronze oh my god it is actually the best self tanner I've used in a really 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 long time I was so impressed with it and the reason I really really like it is I got the express version and so when I didn't know if I wanted to put it on or not like last weekend it said I could leave it on for an hour to three hours and just for like the time crunch and like feeling fresh and clean and like not feeling sticky and disgusting that was really intriguing but then I also literally didn't feel sticky or disgusting at all and like it didn't smell the way it absorbed into my body was just like it was just like gone like it was crazy I almost like described it to my cousin as like it just felt thin I don't know how else to describe it but the color was absolutely amazing I was a little intimidated by it because it was so dark but obviously I have olive toned skin I'm Italian I'm naturally very dark so I literally was so freaking tan over the weekend after laying out for like days in a row and then putting it on so I'm definitely not gonna be that tan over the winter but at least we're like on an upward spiral when it comes to being tan and also like I haven't worked out in I don't even know like a week and a half two weeks because I've been dealing with these dogs that I'm they're my dogs that I don't own anymore I'm dog sitting them haven't had time to work out and it's just such a mood booster when you want to like feel comfy in your own skin and good even if you're like going on walks and eating good whatever trying not to be too hard on myself I'm like you know what it's fine I'll like drop off the dogs and I'll just like start getting back in the gym and crushing it but I just feel like I've been running around like a crazy person having like these two dogs so also putting on like the self-tanner just like really helped give me kind of a confidence boost as well like not feel as like weird for not working out it kind of like contours you and makes you look like you know sexy so definitely look into that self tanner if you're someone that likes olive tones and just easy tanning like me and then my final mood booster has been this rest and digest tea by dr strollberg i don't know how to pronounce her name i'll link her on the mood instagram she's like a holistic doctor she's based in la she does acupuncture i found her tea through tinks on instagram and so i kind of looked more into it i chatted with her a little bit and i really really like it you can basically just have it every single day for 30 days and like all of her clients see amazing results and you guys know me like if i'm not ready to stick to something I won't but I have been drinking it a lot and I love the routine of it all I really do notice it helps me a lot with my bloating because especially when I'm like getting my period over the weekend and then I'm going out and eating pizza like I just felt like really really uncomfortable at a certain point I just uploaded this vlog last week and I was just talking to you guys on camera just saying oh my god my stomach just hurts so bad and I think it's because I was getting aunt flow and also was just like eating like ice cream and pizza and all this stuff and like I'm not gonna be one to like not enjoy my life so I'm gonna do those things and I've been really really liking the rest and digest tea because it also kind of just helps me wind down at night and everything and I think she's just 
is a really, really cool person to follow on Instagram as well. So I will link all of that on Mood with Lauren Elizabeth on IG. You guys know that obviously I've been stressed out with all my adult problems. A lot of times it's just so easy to focus on all of the problems instead of like any of the solutions. And I always say like, think about the solution, not the problem. But sometimes it's really hard to do that all in your own head. And when you're just stuck in this mindset of being stressed out, it can be really tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when faced with all these challenges in life. But when you learn how to find your own solution, there's literally no better feeling. And the therapist can really help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or how small they are. Therapy is one of the only things that keeps me sane on a regular basis, gets me out of my own head, and just makes me actually have tools and mood boosters to help me through all of the ups and downs of my life, especially as someone who's prone to depression, anxiety, OCD, everything like that. But then also some of the smaller stuff of just like, I don't know what to do about my friend's birthday. I don't know what to do about the dog. We literally spent 10 minutes talking about the dogs this week. She was like, how does it feel? And I was just like, well, blah, 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 blah. like, you know what I mean? It's, it's everything. It doesn't matter how big or small. And if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a seriously a great option. It's convenient. It's accessible. It's affordable. And it's entirely online. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can really get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash mood today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash mood. Go try it out. All from the comfort of your own home. So for today's current mood combo, we are obviously going to be talking about how to get out of a funk. I'm someone who can be in a funk that lasts a few months, a funk that lasts a few days, or just a worse mood that lasts a few hours. But really learning about yourself and learning about what you need, what your needs are, whether it's internally in your space, in your environment, within the connections and relationships in your life is really, really important when it comes to being in a funk. So I wanted to just give you guys some tips and tricks that I utilize because there's really nothing worse than being in a funk. You just, you don't feel like yourself. Sometimes you don't really know why you're feeling the way you're feeling and you're not really sure what to do with yourself, which also kind of adds to those bad feelings because you're just almost guilt tripping yourself and shaming yourself and being confused. And I know the feeling. I struggle with it all the time. And my funks have been such a wide range of like, sometimes it's depression funks. Sometimes it's anxiety funks. Sometimes it's not like knowing what the fuck I'm doing with my life funks. And so I think it's really important to first when you're in a funk, kind of identify, okay, I'm in a funk. And I think even just saying that sentence already takes you away from the funk. I don't say like it gets you out of it. I'm saying it separates you from this mood because you're then knowing like, okay, this isn't who I am. This isn't me. This isn't my personality. This is something coming on to me. Like you're sitting on the beach and the waves that are washing up to shore and hitting you and some are going to be like crashing really hard. Some are going to be small, but those are all your different emotions. I always tell myself, I am not my anxiety. I am not my depression. Those are things that come onto me and those are things that I deal with. And the funk is the same thing, but it's really easy, obviously, to get caught up in it and identify with it. And so what I like to do is I like to identify that I am in a funk. And then the next thing I like to do is identify like why. And I think it's really, really, really easy, especially in this world that we live in where our brains think so fast because of how fast we scroll on our phones and how easily we communicate with each other on social media and text message that it's really easy to be short with ourselves in our own minds and be like, well, I don't know why I'm in a funk. And you really have to sit there and actually rack your brain because we all Always say you know why you're just not thinking hard enough or you don't want to think about it but you know why sometimes it could be something so small of like oh someone kind of the way they made me feel and I don't feel good in this situation or it could be something so bigger of like I don't know what I'm doing with my career and I'm not feeling fulfilled but no matter how big or small it is you have to first identify that you're in a funk and then try to figure out why and you don't have to figure out all overnight it's not like oh my god here's the tips and tricks to get out of a funk in about 60 minutes or less like no every one is unique. Every funk is unique. It's more so about being compassionately self-aware in these situations, not being like, okay, I'm in a funk. Lauren said on her podcast, I have to figure out why. And she said, I should know, but I still fucking can't figure it out. I'm such an idiot. It must be so much easier for her. No, when you're being self-aware and you're being conscious of your thoughts, you have to be compassionate to yourself. You have to have empathy to yourself. You have to talk to yourself the way you would talk to your best friend, your little sister, your child, anyone you love and care about. That is how you should be talking to yourself. 
be compassionately self-aware. See what comes up for you in those moments. If you're someone that's like, for me, sometimes I like to just jot down a note on my phone because I'm like, okay, this actually came up in my head and it's this idea. And A, it gets it out of my head because I don't have to like keep reminding myself to remind myself about that thought. So it's just in my phone on the notes app. And then I also like to jot it down so I can talk about it with my therapist when our session comes up. And it just helps me kind of like figure out what's going on with me. So even if you don't figure out your all of your why, you can at least kind of have this like list and I really recommend notes app or writing it down because you don't want all of this just like swirling around in your brain 24 7 so if you're someone that like prefers to journal or prefers to just write down on even a sticky pad like anywhere you can just kind of like get it out of your head really really helps me but it's at least like oh I just noticed that this made me feel like shit boom write it down and it really will help you start figuring out your why and especially if it's something on the smaller scale those are usually obviously for me a lot easier because I know like okay you know what I just had a really shitty week and I'm just feeling funky I know what I need for those moments at this point and obviously the bigger funks are way harder to figure out and that's why it's like consistently at least doing these small steps and these small mood boosters can help you at least get out of the bigger stuff faster and I feel like for me when I'm in the bigger ones what really really helps is obviously talking to someone so I mentioned talking to my therapist that really really helps because it's also challenging me she knows me she knows kind of everything that I've gone through so it can help me figure out if like oh maybe this is actually because it's triggering for me or maybe this situation actually isn't serving me or she'll even say you know what you bring this up every few months you clearly really need to figure it out but she's never judging me either she's never being like well you bring this up every few months like when the fuck are you going to figure it out because you're on your own timeline if you're not ready to fully figure something out right now like I don't know your career probably won't until you're actually ready to seek help get help help yourself but at least you're being conscious of it and at least you're talking to people right so whether it's your therapist or whether it's just being vulnerable in general with your friends your family someone you trust because just letting it out even just like writing a note letting it out getting it off your chest helps so much it just relieves the burden it gets that chip off your shoulder and it also really helps having a sounding board so just having someone kind of give you a reality check and really challenge the narratives you're telling yourself in your head because you want someone that's going to challenge the limiting beliefs about yourself right so if you say well I don't know if I'm even good enough for this and I don't know if I should make a change there's going to be someone there in your life that's going to look at you and be like don't say that about yourself that's not true like let's think about that a different way and if you don't have that you can really challenge yourself as well and that's why therapy is so important because you're literally paying them to do that so if you don't feel comfortable with someone in your life you don't feel like your mom understands you or you feel embarrassed to tell your friends I think obviously family boundaries are really hard but you shouldn't be embarrassed to tell your friends anything I think that's like the foundation of a friendship is vulnerability honesty and trust and so having someone to go to and be this sounding board and really like hype you up and let you know and just give you that mood booster of even just having that conversation always helps when I'm in a funk I have to be ready for it sometimes the first step for me is really being alone and really feeling my feelings but they're always a part of the funk always has to have at least a little moment of a conversation if it's not that big deal I'll just be like oh I just I mean I felt like shit I did x y and z because I don't want to pretend like I'm perfect behind everyone's back I don't want to be like oh yeah I had an amazing weekend thank you so much for asking I was so productive and I lived my best life I'm gonna be like no I sorry I haven't texted you back I've had been having a lot of anxiety and I decided to lay in bed and watch TV for six hours and it's like all of those moments of honesty and vulnerability and having that trust with the people in your life allows you to literally unburden things that you might find to be a negative part of who you are or a negative part of your personality or something abnormal or different embarrassing no it's not like that because when you're in a funk not only do you have to be compassionately self-aware you have to remember that you are not the only person experiencing this you are not the only person to be in a funk and it is not going to last forever if you tell your friends or someone you love in your life that this is how you're feeling I guarantee you they have felt like that at another point so I think a lot of times too is really taking a step back and realizing that this is normal feeling like shit is a hundred percent normal if the hopelessness and those thoughts continue there is a difference between being in a funk and being depressed and those are obviously the signs that you do need to look for and you do need to seek out professional advice and help and support for because that is a just as real of a thing but the same way 
that you are not alone in a funk. You are not alone in depression. These are things that human beings struggle with. And the reason why we are so open and honest about our mental health and consistently reflecting on our best moods and our worst moods and finding mood boosters is so that at least we can try to fill up our life with more of the good stuff than bad stuff so that when the bad stuff happens, we're able to successfully navigate through it to the other side. And we literally always do 100% track record of getting through every single thing life has thrown at us so far. So the next thing I do when I'm in a funk and I know that I'm in a funk, I'm trying to figure out why I'm in a funk. Maybe I'm talking to people, maybe I'm not. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to consciously choose to give myself the room, the space to feel my feelings and take the time to be with myself, whatever way that is. Sometimes it's like a little more energy. It's a little more, I need to get out of the house. I need to go on a walk. I need to deep clean my apartment. I need to cook a healthy meal. I need to feel like I have my shit together and shower and get cozy. And sometimes it's like, you know what? I need to turn off my phone. I need to close my blinds. I just need a moment to lay in bed and be by myself and fully calm down and not think about any of this stuff, any of these mood boosters. I just need to rest. No matter what it is you think you need in that moment, you need to make the choice and you need to stick with it. If your choice is laying in bed, you consciously need to say to yourself, I am making the choice to lay in bed. That is what I need right now. And then there's no guilting, no shaming, no shooting, nothing. Not, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. None of that. You are making a choice and you are sticking with it and that that's the end of the story. That's what works best for me because or else I start getting that pit feeling of, oh, I should be doing something else. Well, I should go out and I should clean. I should go out and I should get groceries and I should go out and hang out with my friends. But you can tell when you have that like pit in your stomach or you're just exhausted, you can tell that when you're in that funk, that's just not what you need. So make the choice and stick to it and confidently choose to do your next right step, whatever that is for you. I always like to really acknowledge where I am, really ground myself in the present and then make the choice. And after I make the choice, I know too that although there's not a time limit on a funk because sometimes shit just sucks, you know, I at least tell myself, okay, this is what I'm doing for today. And hopefully tomorrow I'm going to, you know, get up. I'm going to do all the good things. I'm going to do all the mood boosting things. I'm going to really put one foot in front of the other. But for now, this is what I'm choosing to do. And when you wake up the next day and you're really still feeling unmotivated and uninspired, you can't lay in bed every single day forever. Can you take a day? Yes. Can you take two days? Sure. I'm not saying that there's a limit on how many days you can kind of, you know, almost isolate or rest. But obviously there is a limit at a certain point because then you're crossing over into serious isolation and depression. So I always, at least what I try to do is after I really take that day, if I need it to be alone, feel my feelings, let it out, watch TV, whatever those kind of mood boosters that are a little more like what fucking ever order a pizza, get some popcorn, watch TV. Cause sometimes that is what I needed. And then I get up the next day and I feel so much better. But even if I get up the next day and I don't feel better, I at least make a conscious choice to do a couple things, just a couple things like, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to make my bed and I'm going to take this party to the couch and I'm at least going to get outside once today. And I also like to notice too, if this is going on for like a few days, what's making me feel better? What's making me feel worse? If you don't know your why yet of why you're just kind of feeling like you're not yourself, you're feeling a little bit more anxious, you're feeling a little bit more down, taking these small steps is helping you put things into your life and then realizing what the good stuff is, what the bad stuff is, like how you're feeling with it. And it's going to help you actually find more of your why as well. So it's like you can't just sit in your room and lock yourself in your bedroom and figure all this stuff out overnight. You do have to experience and live your life. And so I'll tell myself, okay, let's do a couple things today. Let's do the grocery shopping and the cleaning and whatever. And then like, you know, throughout those things, I'll be like, you know, that, that that stuff did make me feel better. You know, when I have routine, I feel a lot better. So that's noted. So when, when I get in a funk, I don't even have to ask myself those things anymore because we've already noted that. I know that that's what makes me feel better. Maybe you're different. I don't know. But for me, I know no matter what, if I clean and I clean out everything, I do all that stuff, I know I will feel better. It's not going to solve everything, but I know it does give me peace. It does give me a little bit of joy. It makes me feel better. Then you can start, you know, being like, okay, let's try a workout or let's try going to a friend's house that can tell you, okay, you know what? As much as I didn't want to work out, it did make me feel better. Maybe that's something that I need to like do a little bit more. Maybe you go to a friend's house and you're like, oh, you know what? I can't believe I was isolating myself, 
connecting with people and laughing really does bring me joy. Maybe I need a better personal life, work-life balance because these are the things that are currently filling me up right now and maybe it's work or maybe it's taking time away from your relationship and that's scary but you do it in a small way like you know what I want to have a girl's night today and then that triggers thoughts for you and whether they're bad or good it's information it's all information you don't have to do anything with it you just have to know okay this is information that's one of my favorite sayings to say especially when it comes to relational stuff stuff whether it's with work with friends with dating I like always saying it's just information because it takes the pressure off of like oh no I have to problem solve right now I have to figure it out I have to change my life I have to do it full 180 because that shit's fucking stressful especially when you're not feeling well so I always say like hmm this is information like that actually didn't really make me feel good that's good to know you can write it down you can just clock it in your head but it's information and as you get more of this information while you're trying to get out of a funk and keep in mind you're not like going out and doing all these things every single day you're taking small steps over time but being completely conscious and compassionately self-aware as you do so so you can start figuring out why you feel like you're in a funk and how you get back to yourself I think a big thing for me when it goes along too with compassionate self-awareness is remembering that I'm in charge I drive the bus all of these feelings are simply passengers and I'm not going to give up control of the bus I'm not going to let anxiety drive the bus I'm not going to let depression drive the bus and when I do that even though I'm feeling those things and those feelings are on the bus I'm still in control and that's why even taking a small step of going to the grocery store going outside for a walk calling a friend that is a small step that shows you know what I feel like shit but I am in control of my life and I'm gonna do one good thing for me and slowly over time all of those good things a build up and make even better great things and you figure out your own shit but also they become habitual and they become ingrained in you so that when you're someone that struggles with depression and anxiety like me you have your tools. You know what to do. Sometimes it's going to take a lot longer and you're going to run out of some tools and you're going to need to seek more help and you're going to need to really think long and hard. But when you're in just like these other other funks, you can maybe slowly start to get yourself out of them as well when you start combining all of these small things. But like I'm saying is one of the biggest parts about being in a funk is remembering that you are the one in control. You have the power to decide. You have the power to take action. Whether that action is literally laying in bed or that action is getting up and going outside on a walk, you are fully in control. You're driving the bus. Your funk is not driving the bus. Quick break to talk to you guys about literally my favorite thing on the entire planet, peak tea. You guys know it is a part of my routine. It is part of my mood boosters. It is why my skin is clear. It is just literally something I'm absolutely obsessed with. It is 100% a must have for me no matter what, like literally hands down. I started using Peak's Matcha Beauty Bundle and drank matcha for seven straight days. I literally have never seen my skin look more gorgeous in my entire life. You've seen it on the vlogs. You've heard me talk about it a million times. I cannot stress it enough. It's literally clear, glowing, radiant, just like brighter complexion. I don't have acne and I just noticed that like this is the way I need to drink caffeine because I it's just cleaner energy and I don't get like shaky or crash or anything like that and it really just like improved my digestion like my stomach doesn't hurt really truly like as much as I wish I could drink coffee and stuff like I just don't think I can and I think as much as it's so easy to be like oh screw my anxiety like I just want to drink coffee once I've cleared my skin with the matcha I was like okay it's not worth it to drink coffee and get a pimple so what I use is their sun goddess matcha it's literally the best matcha ever it's organic ceremonial grade and it has quadruple toxin screening for purity so it's an antioxidant powerhouse that's why it supports healthy digestion for radiant skin and you can just basically consider it as an antioxidant facial for your skin they also have their matcha shaded for longer so there's way more chlorophyll and l-theanine in it which helps to promote calmness and reduce stress and anxiety and then the chlorophyll promotes the clear skin for a brighter complexion it really just gives me energy throughout the day I feel completely mentally clear and focused no jitters it's I cannot recommend it enough for me personally I just fill up like 16 ounces of water I put the packet of matcha in it I whisk it up and I drink it but you can really make it however you want you can make it like an almond milk latte you can add some honey to it whatever you want but that's just how I do it so if you're not convinced yet for a limited time peak is offering an exclusive bundle that includes their sun goddess matcha and along with two premium bonus gifts that are $32 value for free and you can just use code mood for an additional 5% off 
So go to peaklife.com slash mood and use code mood at checkout for the 5% off site wide and the two premium bonus gifts. You're going to need them when you start drinking matcha only. It's P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E. There's a reason they have over 15,000 five-star reviews. Try it for yourself risk-free with their 30-day satisfaction guarantee. You either love it or get your money back. I've been doing it now for, I don't know, I've gone through two whole packs. So I've gone through almost 60 packets of their Sun Goddess Matcha and I'm ordering another one today. I'm actually drinking it right now. (laughs) So for me, obviously, you guys know my personality and it's pretty just like common I think too and the easiest way to get out of a funk for a lot of people is by getting back into those routines and habits and I think it's because a lot of us are afraid of change and we talk about change a lot on the podcast but sometimes I think when you're in such a big funk especially for me change might be a good thing and of course this can start small of like okay I need a new morning routine I need new mood boosters I just need to switch it up I need to change around my bedroom I need to change around my apartment and those are things that you can like really do and just they really are such a mood booster because like you accomplish something you have a new vibe and you're excited but sometimes there's obviously bigger changes that you need to do too like really maybe even taking a break from work taking a break from the things that you're starting to notice aren't bringing you joy they're not boosting your mood maybe taking a break from social media changing what you do on social media changing how you connect with your friends there's so many like medium changes like that and then also sometimes it's a bigger change of you know I just need to get out of town and you can plan like an adventure maybe you're more of that free-spirited type of person and you just have to be like you know what I've been in such a funk I need a change of scenery I need some fun and you just like phone a friend and you're like let's plan this trip together let's like switch it up and change and I think that sometimes that's even what I need I think when I went to South Carolina for me that was like I needed a change of scenery and a change of pace for a week and I just needed to get out of the city and I think that I've been struggling so much within this funk too obviously I've been grieving I've just been feeling a little bit lost and I think it also when you make that change of even just a trip and an adventure for me at least it makes me realize what I do have and it makes me realize what I do want so although I'll still get kind of those like Thoughts that come in of maybe I do need like a full life change. Maybe I need to like totally change my career, change my goals, change what I'm doing. That stuff doesn't happen overnight anyway. So for me, taking a trip and kind of getting out really helps me recenter myself because it's like nice for the first few days. And then I do start realizing that I miss the routine and I start realizing what I'm grateful for. And I know it sounds cheesy, but I think it really is important, especially when you are in a funk to make sure you're focusing on gratitude because it is so easy to focus on what we don't know and what we don't have and that you are just feeding the funk right there like you are just feeding the funk exactly what it wants it's like yes see I told you you don't know shit everything sucks this is why we're down this is why everything sucks and it's like that's not even helping you figure out what you need and why you're in a funk it's literally just making you feel worse and so sometimes when you take a step back once you're feeling a little bit better too like once you either took that like sick day you took that bed day you started integrating new things like it is so easy to forget about having gratitude and thinking about what you have right now in your life instead of what you don't especially when the reason you're in a funk is because of loss And it's because, of course, you're focusing on what you lost. And it's not to say, like, hey, let's have some toxic positivity. Could be worse. Fuck no. Fuck that. Feel your feelings. But remind yourself of what you do have every once in a while, even when you're grieving, because there's always light at the end of the tunnel. And there's always small things to be grateful for within horrible, horrible things. I mean, even when my grandpa passed away, it was really important for me to remind myself that although this is the worst time of my life, I'm so glad that I have my family to lean on and that we're leaning on each other. I'm so glad that we had the means for everyone to get home and get back in town and that I get to be with my family right now. It's just little stuff like that, that even in the hardest time of my life, just being able to be like, I love my family so much and I'm so grateful that we're all together. It doesn't make my grieving any less. It doesn't make me any less sad about it, but it does remind me that like, I'm really happy we're all together and it like gives me like a little a little sense of peace and a little sense of comfort and I think a lot of people even kind of can go down this rabbit hole when they lose a job because we identify so wholly with things like relationships and work in our lives and so when you lose a job it is so easy to just go down 
the road of I have nothing what am I doing I have no idea you're going to feel those things and it is going to feel like shit and you should feel like shit if you want to that is why feeling your feelings is so fucking important because if you don't you either build resentments or they come back up in other ways or you project them in other ways I'm saying simultaneously it within the small moments the same way you're taking small steps every day to get outside of the house or go get groceries or connect with friends take the small steps every day to find a gratitude within your funk that's all I remember I was talking to a friend last week and I said I don't exactly know what I'm doing and I don't exactly know what I'm going to do next but I am starting to think more optimistically and I am starting to find things that I do like about my job and that I do like about my life and at least trying not to overwhelm myself with all the negative which is so fucking easy and she said to me this is so amazing for you because now there are so many things you can do because you're almost reinventing things you're kind of re-emerging you're coming out of this space with a little bit of a positive mindset and you can really get creative with that and get excited about that and so it's really nice to start having those little gratitudes they can start even small of like I'm alive today I lost my job but I'm alive I lost my job but I have really great friends or I'm going through a breakup but I have really great friends I'm going through a breakup but I have a roof over my head little things like that does not take the pain away does not fix the situation but the power of gratitude and connection and remembering what you do have slowly also will get you to what you want next at the end of the day you just realize too that it is really the simple pleasures in life and that's why we always start small the things that I'm most grateful for and feel so blessed to have are the small things like my family my friends nature going outside yes they're generic when I journal them obviously they're more specific but it's like those little little moments walking my dog this morning and running into my friend Megan on the street today couldn't have planned it but guess what if I didn't get outside and I didn't go on that walk that would have happened I wouldn't have had that little mood boost and it just made me so happy because it is literally the little things even those little moments with strangers that I have like going to the dog park and having like a fun conversation with someone about our dogs it's just so nice because we're humans we're built for connection we're built for gratitude we're built for those moments of joy but also our brains love intrusive automatic negative thoughts we just do and so try to whether it's a gratitude list for yourself or whether it's just when something makes you happy when something sparks joy when something is just okay just at least note it just clock it think it in your head because all of this starts with you nothing is going to change in your life until you start looking inward I can't change my career I can't change my relationships I can't change anything if I don't look inward and focus on what I need first and so that's why getting out of a funk is so unique and it requires so much inner work because I don't know what you need I know what I need. I know what helps me. I mean, you guys know what helps me because I talk about it on the podcast all the time. And it can be trial and error. If you're someone that's even new to funks or wants to approach funks differently, trial and error. That's why I'm saying focus on, okay, so I tried doing that and it didn't really fill me up. I liked this part of it, but not this part of it. Okay, noted. Let's try and do it differently. Let's try to not do that part. Look inward within yourself and figure out what am I currently grateful for at this moment? And as I'm putting one foot in front of the other, what is helping what is hurting and what am I grateful for next and something for me too if you're feeling really lost and you're not really sure where to start is thinking of your life in buckets and really thinking like okay this is the relationship bucket this is the work bucket this is the you can even do hobbies bucket you can do the health bucket the wellness bucket the family bucket and really making sure that I'm identifying what's going on in each because I need to figure out, okay, what is actually the thing draining me, making sure I'm not creating a different narrative in my head and making sure that everything's kind of sorted. And sometimes you can notice that, oh, maybe I'm in a funk because like I'm actually not giving enough energy and attention to these other buckets and I'm almost like avoiding it. Like sometimes for me too, I can really focus on making sure my personal life is going well and my mood boosters are going well, but I just kind of look at work as a job and I don't really focus on what fulfills me within it what my purpose is within it and then over time that kind of like actually bottles up and I realize that I'm not really focusing on that bucket and I'm giving too much energy to the other ones and that's almost like why I feel unfulfilled and it's kind of like trickling into everything else and now I'm like in a funk because I'm like oh fuck what am I doing with my life when it comes to my career but I just feel like oh what am I doing with my life I think it's really easy for it to feel like everything sucks 
and look at your life as one big bucket. So also remember to try to separate everything and not in a way of compartmentalizing, in a way of reflection and in a way of looking inward of like, okay, what's going on in each of these buckets? Where am I spending most of my time? What's filling me up within these? And that can also really help you when you're in a funk, try to figure out what you need to focus on and what you need next. And so you can almost figure out like maybe it is one bucket and you can almost kind of tailor what you're doing within your life and the small steps and the next right action that you need based on even if you're like okay this is more of a career thing and it also helps you to think to yourself okay this is a career thing I'm not gonna let it completely make me miserable all the time because it's just my career bucket like I actually am really happy in my relationship and with my friends I just clearly need to set aside some time to journal and look inward more about this stuff and it gives you this kind of knowing of peace that at least I'm aware of what's going on because I'm not going to figure it all out right now but I'm going to be conscious of it and I'm not going to let it kind of ruin the other buckets of my life while I'm feeling this funky. I think it's really important to remember too that when you're in a funk and you're someone like me that struggles with depression you should notice the difference between a funk and being depressed. I mean being depressed is you are basically in a depressed mood for most of the day, if not the entire day, almost every single day, if not every single day. And the things that you normally like doing and once enjoyed, you don't enjoy anymore. You really want to self-isolate. You just really don't find joy in anything, any bucket, any of the buckets we talked about, even hanging out with friends, relationship, walking the dogs, going outside, every single thing, all that stuff does not bring you joy. Obviously, you know, whether it's sleeping too little, sleeping too much, just being consistently fatigued and not having energy in general. I think excessive feelings of hopelessness, worthlessness, guilt, having difficulty thinking, concentrating, making decisions. And those are obviously signs of depression. And those are not necessarily signs of being in a funk. I think that obviously we all know that there are things such as situational depression where you don't have to be like, you know what? I have been feeling a lot of those things and this is like a life sentence. I'm a depressed human. My life is over. I think sometimes for me, I go through a few months of depression and then I really have to, you know, figure it all out. And sometimes it can start with a funk, but those are just your reminders of if you're really feeling hopeless and worthless and excessive and this is happening every single day, it's not just unmotivation. You are just genuinely not finding joy in any single bucket of your life. Please seek professional help because it is out there for you and there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I am someone that gets on the podcast almost every single week when she's not depressed and can get through it and have gotten through years and years and years of diagnosed and medicated depression and I'm still sitting here today telling you that my best mood of the week was happy. Something that I've noticed too for my personal buckets and my career buckets is really to get out of a funk seeking a mentor because obviously I have my therapist but she's not exactly obviously like my life coach and like my career coach and so I feel as though for me I just sought out like a creative consultant and mentor and as like scary as that is and as much as it kind of like stressed me out like a little bit at first because I'm like oh now I like really have to have someone to hold me accountable and all that stuff I just knew in my gut it's what I need right now because I do need help. I do need support like that. I do need accountability. And so whether it's someone that you like hire to help you or it's seeking out a mentor that you know that, hey, this is not just friendly advice. Like I actually need help. I need you to help me set up these new meetings, really figure it out. And I've done this at other points in my life as well throughout living in California, seeking out mentorship and really having those people in my career fields to lean on and really that are much older than me and know my personality really helped me kind of take next steps in my career. And I think that since I've been out of California for so long, I kind of talked about this on the podcast with Chloe last week, I think seeking out um, a creative consultant slash mentor and really kind of leaning on that has really, really helped me a lot. I think also within career and just the place that I'm at, like being in Chicago, I think also just like embracing where I'm at in life and embracing that like this isn't forever because being in a funk also isn't forever either. And like, I'm not saying embrace a funk, but I'm saying as you take those small steps of like making changes, seeking out guidance, trying new things, embracing the change and embracing the experience also is helpful because you're taking the pressure out off yourself to do everything right and to accomplish a specific goal because you don't exactly need to know what the goal is besides trying new things seeing seeing what feels good and seeing what your options are and so kind of embracing where I'm at when I'm getting out of a funk and trying to do the right thing it takes off that 
timeline and pressure of figuring everything out and being this perfect person just lets me know that like, hey, we're both, we're in this, we're getting out of it. I'm in control and I'm embracing this stage of my life because it's not forever. I'm going to look back and be like, remember when I was a hot mess that one year in Chicago? That was funny. Now I'm not. Hindsight is obviously always 2020, but you're not going to get that without experiencing all the bad and all the good. But experiencing in general, be patient and be gentle because having the knowing in the back of your head that you're going to figure it out and it's going to work out makes the journey a lot less difficult and feels a lot less suffocating. For me, obviously, I rely on my faith a lot, just like knowing that everything happens for a reason. Man plans, God laughs, and trusting the process and surrendering and letting go, not letting go of control in my actions and my day-to-day life, letting go of control in the bigger picture and giving myself what I need in those moments and knowing that as I continue to change and figure it out, everything is going to be okay. I am going to get through everything. Obviously, you guys know that there's so many just like little tips. Like I love being of service to others. I think one of the best things you can do when you're so in your own head and you're so in a funk, once you're like getting out of the house and doing all this stuff is to get out of yourself out of your own problems and into someone else's being a good friend and showing up for people being a good family member and showing up for people whatever it is it is so rewarding and not in a selfish way but in a way of like that's what you want someone to do for you and also you're just being of service you're getting out of your own shit and you're really genuinely helping someone and that's what life's all about is being there for others being kind to others just being there to support someone else I think a lot of times when you're in a funk it's really easy to not want to lean on other people and if you're someone that has a friend going through it just be there sometimes that's all they need they just need a friend to watch tv with to text to facetime just being there I think a lot of times as humans we're so go 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 all we want to do is problem solve and I think I'm that way and so what I have learned is when my friends need me to show up I know that that just means they need me to show up whether that means sitting and watching tv going out on a walk telling them a funny story but just being there and showing up like even as I was so stressed out and doing all this stuff like getting my friend flowers and going over there when she needed me yesterday for like an hour even though I was kind of running around and busy and everything like I knew that that's what I needed to do I needed to get out of my own shit realize what's important in life and it's showing up for other people so if you're someone that you know is slowly starting to show up for yourself try showing up for someone else too you know get out of yourself for a moment really just like go be of service in some small way some small act of kindness it will go so much farther for you and others than you even realize those are my first initial thoughts about getting out of a funk I hope they helped you guys just kind of have a bunch of thought starters of like okay I'm feeling this way and I need just a little bit of inspiration to try to get out of this funk I hope you got at least one or two helpful tips and tricks to get yourself going on that track I know life is so much more complicated than a 50 minute podcast episode but I'm glad that we can talk through some of these ideas and thought starters together let me know on Instagram what other tips and tricks that maybe I didn't mention that really really have helped you because I'm sure the community would absolutely love to hear them as would I and I will talk to you guys in next week's episode I am so glad that I'm slowly getting out of a funk. I hope if you're in one, you can slowly start getting out of yours with me. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast because that's what we say at the end of the show and I could ramble forever. So subscribe, rate the podcast five stars, share with a friend who you think needs it. Sometimes even if your friend's in a funk and you don't know how to help, just send a podcast and that's not even self-promo. I'm being serious. Just send them something to watch or to listen to. It really, really helps. Friends have done it to me in the past and it has totally changed my mood. So maybe this one will help someone. Thank you guys so much for always listening and always being my mood boosters. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.